This is a podcast from the Irish to the rescue, the tercentenary of the Polish princess Clementina's escape. This seminar was organized on the occasion of the tercentenary of the rescue of the Polish princess Maria Clementina Sobieska from captivity in Innsbruck in April 1719 by a small group of Irish and French people in a most dramatic fashion. The event took place in Europe House in Dublin on the 30th of April 2019 and was generously sponsored by the Embassy of the Republic of Poland in Dublin, the Embassy of France in Ireland, the Alliance Francaise Dublin, Rathmines College of Further Education, the Technological University of Dublin and Dublin City Council. In this episode, a recording of a paper by Dr. Yaroslav Putrak from Pedagogical University of Krakow. His paper was entitled The Sobieski, Polish Royal Family in the History of Europe. Thank you for the invitation. It's wonderful to be here and uh, speak about the Sobieski uh, family. Uh, because uh, the genealogical legend of the Sobieski family developed in the 17th and the early 18th century uh, during the regime of the Jan I Sobieski indicate that the progenitor of uh, the family was the knight Janik, uh, fighting in the ranks uh, as the knight uh, in the group of the prince Leszek Kolet uh, the Black uh, with the pagans. And during the fight, Yannick lost his uh, weapon and was exposed uh, to the enemy's uh, attack. With the help to Yannick suddenly came Saint, uh, Saint Michael Archangel, uh, who, uh, who donated him a shield. So uh, in the coat of arms of the Sobieski family, uh, we, see, uh, we see the shield. Uh, thanks to which uh, he saved not only his life, uh, but also the prince. In exchange for this help shown, Yannick received the coat of arms and the hand of the princess niece. Wojciech Stanisław Chrościcki, the chief apologist of uh, Jan III Sobieski, went even farther, creating an image of the unions linking the legendary ancestors of King Sobieski uh, with representatives of forging ruling houses. Uh, this was undoubtedly an expression of aspiration already deceased at the time of the publication in 1717 of Jan uh, III Sobieski, a ruler from the nobility chosen by nobles uh, to link his family with European monarchs which, um, uh, uh, which the crown was passed through in heritage um, uh, succession. Uh, so uh, the first, uh, the starting at the beginning, uh, the first members of the Sobieski family uh, came, uh, they were members of the lower nobles. Uh, they had only a few villages uh, situated in the Sandomierskie Voivodeship, uh, then in Lubelskie Voivodeship. But uh, they weren't rich. Uh, they were only uh, the knights uh, fighting uh, in a, as a companions uh, with uh, Crimean Tatars, with Cossacks uh, in Moldavia. And everything's uh, changed uh, in the end of the 16th uh, and the beginning of the 17th century uh, when, uh, with the, uh, when the, uh, the major figure was uh, Marek uh, Sobieski. 
uh, he holds the first uh, really important uh, office, state office, as the first uh, court standard bearer, and then the voivode uh, of Lublin in 1605. Um, Marek uh, also uh, was uh, was the owner of the big lands, not the several villages, but the big lands uh, located in the Red uh, Rutenia. I would like to uh, only uh, show that the uh, Rutenian voivodeship is uh, is here. So the uh, the the first land, so the Sandomierski and the Lubelski, as I uh, as I said earlier. Uh, Marek also uh, converted uh, from the Calvinist uh, to the Roman uh, Catholic Church. Uh, he uh, also became the member of the uh, Senate, uh, so he was uh, uh, the first uh, magnate uh, in the Sobieski family. Also, his son, uh, Jakub Sobieski, uh, was a very intelligent and wise man. Uh, during uh, his childhood, he uh, journeyed from uh, Poland through the Reich, uh, through the France, Italy, Netherlands, England. He uh, know very well several languages also, not only um, uh, the English, not only the French, not only uh, the German, but also the Turkish, only the language of Tatars. And uh, Jakub uh, was uh, also, uh, hold also the very important offices. Uh, he was the voivode of Bells uh, when he, uh, in the 1646, uh, uh, became the castellan of Krakow. It was the major, it was the uh, one of the important uh, the civil, uh, civil office, uh, offices uh, at the, at the uh, Senate. Uh, so um, going uh, going uh, on, and uh, the son of Jakub, John the uh, Third Sobieski, his Jan the Third Sobieski, uh, his, uh, we know him as the defender of the faith. We know him as the man uh, who um, who fight with uh, with the Turks. But the beginning of uh, his career uh, was uh, rather complicated. Um, he was um, connected uh, with the royal court of the last uh, Vazas, uh, with uh, Władysław IV and also the Jan II uh, Kazimierz. Uh, we know that he was uh, supporter of uh, of the of of those two uh, kings of Poland. He was also the member of the legation uh, to the Constantinople. Uh, during his uh, during his education, like his father, uh, he went uh, through the uh, through the France, uh, Italy, uh, Spain, uh, Portugal. Uh, so uh, these youthful experiences made him able to speak also Italian, French, Spanish, German, Turkish, and even Tatar until uh, the end of her life. And uh, it is also I want to stress it because he have uh, he had. Uh, um, some very uh, specific passions um, connected with astronomy, theology, architecture, uh, the arts uh, of plastics. Uh, so he wasn't only a soldier, a politics, but he was, uh, but he was also a, a, a very wise, um, a very wise man. Uh, his uh, career uh, in the the court faction uh, in the royal faction, uh, I suppose, uh, won't be so bright uh, without uh, without his uh, fabulous and beautiful 
woman. It was Marie Kazimir Darkien de la Grange Sobieska. Uh, so she came uh, to Poland in 1646 as a lady in waiting of uh, Ludwika Maria Gonzaga de Nevers, the Queen of, uh, of Poland, and uh, she was wedded uh, with uh, Jan uh, Zamoyski. Uh, this uh, marriage wasn't uh, uh, wasn't fortunate, wasn't happy, uh, because Zamoyski uh, provides kind some kind of riotous lifestyle. Uh, he was uh, drunkness. Uh, he even infected uh, Maria Casimira by syphilis. Yes, and uh, during this uh, during this uh, marriage, uh, Maria Casimira uh, linked the correspondence with uh, Jan uh, Sobieski. It is a very charmful, very nice correspondence, uh, the love correspondence, yes. Uh, so it's, uh, I suppose, it's a canon of the literature in Poland. And um, uh, then, uh, in, uh, after the, the death of, of uh, Jan Zamoyski, uh, Maria Kazimira uh, married with, uh, with, uh, with Jan Sobieski. Uh, she had a very strong character, a uh, great influence uh, for his uh, for his husband and she also prepared the ground uh, for the election um, for the king election for Jan Sobieski in 1674 uh, during her 22 year period of being queen consort mari kazimir interfered with the activity of many power institutions including the same the diet yes consisting of three states and the king uh, and also uh, the senate, the regional assemblies, organs of the noble self-government of the lands uh, of provinces of the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth and also the crown uh, tribunal. The queen was, uh, the queen was a promoter of many clerical promotions, both secular and clerical. At the same time, uh, she recommended monarchs worthily of holding the highest offices, thus forming a political court faction. Mary Casimir did it uh, with hope to providing the elective throne of Poland, one of three sons, Jakub Ludwig, Alexander or uh, Constant. In addition to the influence on domestic politics, the Queen animated the main direction of foreign policy, leading the conclusion in 1675, a, a political alliance with France, which uh, with the support uh, of Sweden and Turkey was uh, counterweight of the Habsburg. Also in 1683, she uh, have some influence uh, to uh, prepare the treaty between uh, Commonwealth and, and uh, Empire against, uh, against the Turks. Uh, since that time, uh, in the uh, end of the uh, 17th century, Mary Kazimir became some kind of informal regent, although Sobieski did not limit, said or resign his power. An expression of the Queen's independence was the negotiation of a military and trade treaty with the King of France in September 16, um, uh, 1692. The Crown of the North Alliance restored the relations between Paris, Copenhagen, Stockholm and uh, Warsaw. Uh, so uh, part of the international policy largely led by Maria Casimira were marriages of her children. Along with the international treaties, they were to provide the royal crown to one of the Sobieskis. The importance was attached to the dowry of the future wife, from whom it would be possible to pay the nobility 
in exchange for her votes and to secure abroad a strong political influence. Let us know that in Commonwealth, unlike in other parts of the Europe, were not the law of the succession. So it is really important, yes, because it is some kind of difference of this political um, this, uh, system to the throne uh, prevailed. The fate of royal children, their education, the essences, um, issues of giving them goods and marriages were not private matters of the royal family. In a sense, these were issues closely related um, uh, to internal and foreign policy, and for this reason, dependent on the will of the nobility gathered on, this, on the same diet. Yes. Um, so um, the first candidate uh, as a wife to the Jakub Ludwig was uh, Ludwika Karolina Radziwiłówna. Uh, this uh, relation ended in some kind of scandalous. Uh, because uh, Ludwika gave uh, to to Jakub uh, his guarantee, yes, uh, that he that she will uh, marry him, uh, but she won't. Uh, in uh, 1688, uh, um, after the departure of the prince from Berlin, the Markrabin marched unexpectedly with uh, Charles Philip Wittelsbach, terribly arousing danger of the Polish king. Uh, John III threatened to occupation uh, her Lithuanian um, estates. But uh, Maria Kazimira, the wife of uh, Jan III uh, Sobieski, uh, she prepared another candidacy, yes. Uh, so uh, in, uh, uh, in 1681, uh, uh, the, candidate, the candidate was Archduchess Maria Antonia from the Habsburg family. Uh, after, he, after uh, she, in 1683, uh, the next candidacy was uh, the sister of Bavarian selector Violante, Violante Beatrice. And uh, when this uh, relation uh, did not, uh, did not uh, realize, yes, uh, in 1683, uh, the Polish legations uh, go to Lisbon, uh, to uh, for the for the hand of the infanta Isabella uh, Luisa, the niece of the Louis uh, the Fourteen. Also in sixteen eighty five, uh, there was a candidacy, the French candidacy of uh, Elizabeth Charlotte uh, Dorlon, uh, Princess uh, de Chartres. Um, so uh, as you see, there were a lots of candidacy to uh, for uh, uh, Jakub Ludwig. Uh, but uh, uh, finally, in 1691, uh, um, under the agreement between the Polish king and the emperor, the Polish prince became husband of uh, Hedwig Elizabeth uh, Wittelsbach. Uh, thanks to this, the Sobieski royal houses was affiliated with many European dynasties. The sister of Jadwiga Elizabeth uh, was one was the queen of the Portugal, second one was the uh, was the uh, queen of Spain, uh, another one was the empress, uh, the wife of uh, Emperor Leopold I, uh, the fourth one was the princess of Parma and Piacenza, and the brothers of Hedwig Elizabeth was uh, the uh, electors uh, of uh, of Palatinate. Uh, so I put some uh, citation from the Polish uh, sources, uh, which show us how important uh, for uh, John the Third Sobieski was this 
um, was this uh, relation because it introduced the Sobieski family into this big uh, family uh, of European uh, monarchs. Uh, he stressed the relations with the emperor, with the Spanish, with the, Portug uh, with the Portugal king. So uh, it was really, really uh, important for the Polish, uh, Polish court. Um, another matrimonial success was the marriage of the daughter of uh, John III, Teresa Cunegunda, for the Bavarian elector Maximilian II Emmanuel. Proposals uh, of, uh, to her hand were submitted by many candidates, among other Philip II of Orléans, uh, Prince de Chartres, uh, King of the Romans Joseph Habsburg, and Danish Prince Frederick. The Sobieski deciding on the person of the Bavarian elector and governor of Spanish Netherlands uh, because he uh, did not want to clearly declare uh, his sympathy for, uh, for the European, uh, for the European uh, powers, uh, French, uh, France, or uh, France or uh, Austria. Uh, so uh, in 1694, uh, Teresa Cunegunda went to, uh, went to Brussels. Uh, in uh, next year, she survived the bombing of the Brussels by the French troops of Louis XIV. And with the outbreak of the Spanish Succession War, she was forced to leave uh, the, the Brussels. She went to Munich. Um, uh, and uh, she became a regent of the Bavarian as the Bavarian electress. Uh, in the year 1702-1705, uh, she cared for the territorial status of um, the authorities, presided over the war councils, cared for the economic condition and affluence of the subjects, and secured religious and charitable foundations. The violence of peace by Joseph uh, I Habsburg caused that in 1705, Teresa Cunegunda was exiled in Venice, away from her husband. The reunion of the spouses took place only in 1715 in Munich, in which the electoral reminded until the death of, uh, of her husband in 1726. Uh, then she went to Venice again, where she made her life in 1730. Uh, the other sons uh, of uh, John I Sobieski, or Jan I Sobieski and Maria Kazimira, they did not realize wonderful plans related to the European marriages. The second of the sons of the royal couple, Alexander Benedict, along with the youngest brother, Konstantin Władysław, they traveled in, uh, between 1694 and 1966 uh, to the France. They, met, uh, they were met at the court of Louis XIV, and then in, seven, uh, in the beginning of the 18th century, they came to, to Rome, where together they were awarded by the Order of Holy Spirit. Uh, soon after, uh, in 1704, the King of Sweden, Charles uh, XII, and group of Polish magnates supported Alexander, can, Alexander's candidacy for the Polish throne. During the time was considering the possibility of marriage between Alexander and Princess Ulrika Eleonora. According to one of the remaintenance, Charles XII had to submit such an offer. But Alexander did not decide it because his brothers, Jakub and Constante, at that time were at the prison of, in Saxony, so he was afraid of, of their life. Okay, uh, so the last of the descendants of the royal couple, Konstanty Władysław, 
led the lives as a bratch, as a rascals, engaging in affairs during his stays uh, in Rome. Um, it was uh, really a uh, loud uh, romance uh, between him and a courtesan named Tola di Leone. Uh, so it's a kind of uh, kind of um, uh, history. Uh, Constante did not play a major political role uh, after returning uh, to the Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth. Uh, the imprisonment of uh, August II in the fortress of Pleisenburg and Königstein broke him mentally. Uh, not a small drama was uh, his relationship with Maria Josefa Wessel, uh, because uh, they quarreled about the property, they were jealous uh, for each other, so it also was an unfortunate uh, relation. Uh, in 1705-08, um, Constante um, uh, was uh, a candidate to the Polish throne, uh, but uh, the opposition from the king Stanisław Leszczyński and Tsar of Russia Peter uh, I broke these um, uh, plans. Uh, uh, at the end, however, the interest of the acquiring Sobieski home was still alive in the first half of the 18th century. Uh, also, the queen of widow, Maria Kazimira Darkien Sobieska, planned the relation, uh, the marriages uh, of her granddaughters, the three uh, ones uh, that you see, uh, the Maria Kazimira, the same name, uh, Maria Karolina uh, Sobieska and Maria Clementina. Uh, so, um, also the imperial court, uh, court uh, have the similar plans uh, to wed uh, these three uh, beautiful uh, sisters. So they, propose, uh, propose, um, they give some proposition of the Italian princes, uh, Francis Maria d'Este or Rinaldo d'Este from Modena or Joseph Maria de Guastella. They also looked for candidate in Parma, the Antony Farnese, and Tuscany, among others, counting on the favor of Cosimo III Medici. All of them, however, demand too much dowry for the wife, and in Sobieski's opinion, they, all this, this uh, candidacy, uh, they were physically and mentally disabled. So uh, Sobieski, they, uh, so Maria Casimira said they, she is not uh, decided for any other uh, candidacy from Italy. Uh, in uh, between uh, the 1710 and 1715, the Queen Widow thought about marrying of the eldest of the sister, also named Maria Casimira, for the elector Charles Philip Wittelsbach, which met uh, with the approval of the Pope Clement XI and Emperor Joseph I. The widow of uh, John I soon abandoned these plans uh, to bind her granddaughter to the pretender of English uh, throne. She believed that the end of the Spanish succession war would allow Stuart to regain uh, the throne in England. Jakub Ludwig Sobieski strong objected about uh, this, uh, this plan under the influence of the imperial court's uh, discontent and ordered to search the candidate, uh, the candidate in France. At that time, uh, were involved several candidates uh, like Louis Armand Duke de Conti, uh, the legitimate son of Louis XIV, Louis Alexander, Count of Toulouse, and uh, also the legitimate grandsons of, uh, of uh, the Sun King. Uh, but uh, nor, uh, uh, they, uh, they, uh, but, but Maria Casimira, the Queen Widow, didn't decide uh, for uh, for any of them. Uh, 
so uh, Prince Jakub believed uh, that from the point of view of the ongoing war between the Saxony and Sweden, one should use the marriage of Maria Casimira as a political agent and form the alliance with the King Charles XII. Negotiation in this respect uh, lasted until 1718, uh, but ended failure. Uh, unexpe unexpectedly, the prince returned to the marriage project of, the, of his daughter with James I Stuart after the appearance uh, of his representatives, Charles Wogan, at the court of uh, in Oava. Support from the Queen of Spain, Elizabeth Far uh, Farnese and Pope Clement XI made the prince decide to give his youngest daughter, Maria Clementina, thus acting against the custom of daughters in order of their seniority. Yes? So the first should be not Maria Clementina, but Maria uh, Kazimiera. Um, uh, going to the end, uh, I want to only say that uh, there were various uh, candidacy uh, for the Maria Carolina and to the Maria Kazimiera. Uh, there were also the candidacy of uh, Prince of Kurland Ferdinand. There was the candid candidacy of Alexei. He was the son of the uh, Russian Tsar Peter I. Uh, but uh, Maria Kazimira Sobieska considered uh, that this candidacy are, uh, are inappropriate because of the age of the uh, of the of the man and the barbaric customs uh, of uh, some kind of Russian yes can <laughs> candidate. Uh, so in uh, 1722 uh, started the negotiation uh, with the court uh, with the family of Duke de Bouillon. Uh, and uh, it ends in 1723. Uh, uh, Maria Casimira, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the eldest daughter, uh, she uh, died uh, in uh, diet in uh, 1723. Uh, uh, so uh, the only candi uh, candidate to, uh, to the Prince de Bouillon uh, was Maria uh, Carolina. And uh, it is a really uh, interesting history because when she arrived in Strasbourg in 1724-23, she received a message that her fiancé had fallen from a horse, lost his uh, conscience, suffered uh, several wounds, and unfortunately uh, fell out of the smallpox. Uh, soon after uh, he died and Maria Carolina uh, faced the ruin of her plans and finances, decided uh, to be the wife uh, of Charles Godfroy d'Auvergne de Boulogne. Uh, so it was uh, the, the son uh, of, the, uh, of the Emmanuel Todos, uh, Duke, de, Duke de Bouillon. Uh, Maria Carolina came back to Poland uh, in the late 30s of uh, 18th century. Uh, she uh, take care of all the uh, Sobieski's properties uh, in Rzeczpospolita, and uh, she died. Uh, and she died uh, without yes, uh, without uh, son. Uh, so uh, she was, as we could say, uh, the last from the Sobieski. Yes, even if she was uh, a woman. And uh, going to the summarize uh, my, uh, my speech, I would like to say that I show you uh, how the Sobieski uh, came from the lower nobility throughout the magnates uh, when uh, John I Sobieski uh, took uh, the crown. Yes, she, uh, he was elected 
for the for the Polish throne. And in 18th century, uh, the Sobieski family, the whole power of this uh, of this family, uh, collapsed. Yes. So it's a really interesting history. But I. Uh, also, uh, would like to s stress one one more thing, that uh, that at the at the end of the 17th century, Sobieski also uh, be a part was a part of this monarchical uh, European uh, system. Yes, mm -hmm. so the members of the uh, European uh, monarchs family. And as uh, the professor uh, Lucien, uh, Lucien Belli from Paris said, uh, it was uh, like the Société de Princes, yes? Uh, so the great uh, monarch's uh, family. Uh, thank you for your attention. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the Irish to the Rescue, the tercentenary of the Polish Princess Clementina's escape. If you would like to listen back to more podcasts from the seminar, please go to historyhub.ie forward slash podcasts.